Welcome back to the pod, everybody. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> I am back again as well. We're so blessed to have Krishna for a second time. <laughs> for a second time. Two times more than anyone wanted me, but here I am. <laughs> no, this is it's been fun. I've gotten lots of good feedback. I mean, specifically from my mom, who was like, wow, you did an episode with Krishna. He's so good at talking, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, of course you love the episode. <laughs> and she was like, oh, now we just have to wait for Bethany and Kieran to do an episode. And I was like, that is going to be a very special episode. That would be a very special episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your mom always has such nice things to say, but I know. Yeah. She's like so nice to you and Kieran and Bethany and I are always like, rolling our eyes yeah (laughs) so um after our last episode Krishna and I were trying to think about whether or not we wanted to do the month in advance like the beginning of the month thing or if we wanted to skip that one because we kind of like talked a lot about life updates and stuff in our in last week's episode um and whether or not we should do like the content episode or the obsessions episode instead and I think it actually works out really well Krishna because I realized that we were recording the episodes like a week before the actual like the episodes were releasing yeah. the first week, but then it wasn't actually like in our experience the first week of the month, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like no, this it does, week yeah. would actually be like the month in review, but we did yeah. it last week. So I think if we do our, so we decided to do the content episode this week. So now that we do that, we'll actually be on the right schedule starting next week. Next week. Yeah. yeah. So I think it works out anyways. Um. So we decided to do content. I have a couple of things, mostly books, um, but it shouldn't take too, too long. Do you want to do what categories do you have? Um, I think mostly right now it's TV shows for me. Okay. Okay, cool. Because then I think it'll be more balanced. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been reading too, but not like, I wouldn't say it's like obsessive or like things that I'm really binge consuming, I suppose. Um, but mostly it's been TV Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I started last week. So how about you start this week? Okay. So for books, uh, last time we talked about content with Bethany, I mentioned that I was reading Invisible Life of Addie LaRue and I finished that book. It's really good. I think Bethany's um, starting it. So whenever she's done with it, if she still has it on her Kindle, you should read it. It's okay. really good. It's very, um, it's interesting. The premise is basically this the life of this woman who is she makes a deal with a god and Mm -hmm. becomes immortal but she's also like part of the part of the deal is that is it's kind of a curse that no one remembers her so literally everything she does is just like completely erased like she can't even like write on paper it'll just disappear like if she drops something and it breaks it'll just like re-put itself back together so it's like she literally cannot make any mark on the world whatsoever um Uh so she's kind of like struggling with this because she is immortal and she can like travel the world and like have all the life experiences that she wants to have but no one who meets her ever remembers her. She has to survive by like stealing stuff basically because she can't buy anything everything like things that she accumulates 
find a way of just like getting lost. So she can't even like stash stuff away or have like a secret home or anything like that, which is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She's basically like a vagrant, just like kind of like drifting about. And the way that she kind of finds to make her mark on the world is to like be a muse to musicians or artists. And so she'll like be in their art in some way. Like she'll inspire them and like, figure out a way to like appear in their art and music which is really cool um so yeah it's really good then yeah it's it's interesting I thought it was gonna go in a different direction and it was an unexpected ending but I liked the way that the author did it um so yeah hi Poggy (laughs) here she is Poggy has graced us with her presence yeah she's been really really cuddly recently because I was gone from like Thursday through Sunday um so she's been very very in my face which has been okay yeah um but yeah that sound that book sounds like it's probably one of like the worst ways to be immortal that you could be yeah yeah like to not have any sort of impact and like not be able to make any sort of change like yeah that's really really rough it sounds good though yeah it's really interesting how she like overcomes her curse kind of yeah what would you rate it out of 10 if you had to give it a rating um I think I would give it like a seven and a half or eight okay it's pretty good it's pretty good some of it is a little bit repetitive but I feel like the author's just trying to like make a point of like how much of a struggle it is for her and like how she had to like really learn and took her so long um but yeah it's good okay nice the next one I have on my list is come as you are by Emily Nagoski I hope I'm saying that right she's a PhD and she writes about like relationship research and the title is obviously like a play on words so she writes about like sexual health Mm-hmm. and specifically in the context of relationships I thought it was going to be more revealing than it was because it's like billed as like the new science like what the research is telling us about relationships okay. and sexual health and I read it and I was just like I think it's just maybe I don't like the way that she wrote it because she I think the she intended it to write it in a way that's like very approachable for the layman um mm-hmm. so it has like a lot of anecdotes about like made up patients um or like clients that she sees that are like an amalgamation of all different people obviously because hip on whatever yeah um but she's like very colloquial and like casual in the way that she's describing it because she's trying to make it easy to understand but I felt like it like diluted it a little bit and I kind of it was hard to like follow um and also I didn't feel like any of it was like that revolutionary it's kind of like yeah like these are you like if you're stressed or tired or have any kind of like stress around your life you're obviously not gonna have a good sex life like we knew that already you know yeah, what I mean? right but it doesn't offer like practical solutions or anything or like does it does it try to do that or is it mostly just um like a discussion about it she definitely tries to um give solutions but I feel like I was like wanting something more uh I don't know not a quick fix but just like 
I wanted some kind of like aha moment. Like, ooh, yeah. this is like really different approach to mm-hmm. like having better intimate relationships. And all of it was like what you would think the solutions would be. Mm-hmm. Like um, offload your stress in whatever way that you can, or like right. be more intentional with your partner or check in with them and make sure you're on the same page, which is like good and bad. Cause like, obviously like, if you know it already, you can do it. Um, but I guess it's just like, oh, the research is reinforcing what we all already know to be true, right. which is also like good. It's just like when I yeah. got the book, I was like, ooh, this is going to be like some really cool new stuff that's coming out of yeah, science, yeah. you know? So right. no, like real new ideas necessarily that you could be like, oh, this is something that is fresh or like could be applied. You're just like, oh, I know most of this. Yeah. 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 Got it. Yeah. But oh, that's too bad. But I know, but it was it was interesting, but it wasn't like I didn't feel like it was like groundbreaking. I think sure. literally on the book cover, it's like what the groundbreaking new science says. And I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be good. And then it was just like the usual stuff. So I was like, okay, yeah, a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the fact that science is being done itself is groundbreaking on it. That's true. Um, because I'm sure a lot of people have approached it just from like a practical perspective but maybe that like the fact that there's like I don't know what kind of science it is but that there's any sort of like scientific methodology being applied is is what's new yeah um that's a good yeah yeah I don't know but uh yeah that's uh that's too bad that there was nothing that you were like oh yeah (laughs) like there's a (laughs) the solution yeah um so yeah there's that one I've been like working on that one for so long and just like Mm got on board of it and kept returning to it and then stopping. So I finally finished that one. And then the last one that I finished reading recently is called The Dinner by Herman Cook or Koch. I never know how to say this name. It's K-O-C-H. I think it's, I don't know what it is. I think it's Cook. But um, this one is really good. I think you would like this more than Bethany. Um, but I actually bought it with Bethany when she was in St. Louis. There was like a traveling okay. little like book store, little truck thing that's really cute that they go around to like different events and she just sells books from a little wagon thing. Um, it's a psychological thriller oh, cool. and it starts out so normal as like um, a couple and then one the husband's brother and his wife and they're the four of them like are going out for dinner and it's like really apparent that the husband like really dislikes his brother and it's kind of like unclear what his wife thinks like she seems more neutral but the whole they're like the book is like divided into courses so it's like appetizer entree like blah blah blah, all the way to dessert and then like aperitif at the end and it just devolves into this crazy story. It's like, I don't want to spoil it in case you read it, but it's really good. It's like at the end, I was like, my brain was like, oh no, like (laughs) this is bad. This is really bad. Does it all take place during that dinner? Like, is that a, oh wow. That's interesting. Yeah. It does like little flashbacks of like what has happened in their life previously. Okay. Um, But the main setting 
is at the dinner so like okay. when the, they do flashbacks it's like oh the husband's reflecting on like xyz but it's from the husband's perspective okay um it's really it's crazy it's like yeah really that sounds good black yeah yeah so yeah, maybe i'll uh i'll read that one next yeah i bethany i think it was on her list because i was like oh when i finish it i'll let you have it but i feel like she would get a little bit freaked out by it <laughs> she was getting pretty scared reading uh verity oh really um, she was getting fairly stressed reading verity and then i read it right after she did and i i could see the parts at which she was getting scared um like i could tell which part parts it was but yeah. i feel like if this book is a lot more stressful than verity then she might have trouble getting getting through it but she tends to do better with reading than she does with watching things like yeah scary things. i can read scary stuff but i cannot watch because i think the jump scares get me yeah yeah jump scares are definitely like uh like it's like your body like takes a screenshot yeah it's or like something. visceral yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 whereas reading like you can just like stop reading and it's yeah fun. you just put it away yeah right yeah. and then if you can like kind of tell your brain not to be so intense on the imagery but whereas if it's a visual like it's you can't yeah really it's like unavoidable it. yeah yeah um okay cool yeah how's and that one sounds like it was pretty good yeah like that was probably yeah i would give it 8.5 well okay com- it's hard to compare life of invisible life of Addie LaRue and this book because they're just like really different I would say I enjoyed reading invisible life of Addie LaRue more because it had like the types of story and stuff that I liked Mm -hmm. um but there were some parts where I was like not as engaged in the story versus the dinner the whole time I was like cannot tear my eyes away but kind of like a little freaky so more stereotypical like page turner type thing yeah 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 Um, okay but it was good and then so i finished those three books and then what i'm currently reading is minor feelings by kathy park hong which i've picked up like multiple times and i'm just like okay i need a it's time for me to read this i'm gonna just like get into it and do like annotations and stuff because I need like I need something to keep me in the moment of reading so I was like using my pen and like underlining stuff and Kieran was like what are you reading and I was like oh just like this memoir book thing he's like what are you writing I'm like (laughs) so not used to like me like writing stuff down in a book he's like what are you writing and I'm like oh I'm just annotating because it helps me like process what I'm reading rather than just like Mm -hmm. burning through it right um Oh, the other book that I read recently, the reason why I wanted to start Minor Feelings over from the beginning and like really pay attention um, is called All Boys Aren't Blue by George Johnson. And it's like a young adult memoir about his childhood and young adulthood and growing up being Black and being queer. And one of the lines in his book was like the only way that you can be an activist for yourself and like the community that you're from is having knowledge about your culture and where you came from. And I really felt like that really struck me because I feel like I don't have a good, like an actual knowledge base. Like we just have like Mm. what we know from our childhood, like experiential, like we lived through it, but Mm -hmm. I've, I have never like read about, you know, our history or culture or anything so Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. This is with regards to Taiwan specifically or Yeah, and like yeah. especially with all the China Taiwan stuff going yeah. on, people will like ask me how I feel about it and I'm just like, well, obviously I'm like pro Taiwan being independent, but like I don't really know the actual history behind mm-hmm. this like super long conflict that's gone on for mm-hmm. ages. So, I feel like I should probably know. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and knowledge is always um when people ask you those things, like having the knowledge makes it easier to back up whatever opinion that you may exactly. have to. Yeah. Um and then I mean, God forbid you ever run into like a pro CCP person who's going to push back on you about that, yeah. but if you did, you would be able to to come back at them, you know, with uh with like facts Some and facts. stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Facts no printer as yeah. the kids be saying nowadays. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, That's a good one. And you're reading that one currently? hmm Okay. How many books do you read at one time? Sometimes I get bored easily. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm like finishing three, four books within the span of like one week. So obviously I've had these on rotation for a while. Okay. Um, it, it depends. Currently I'm only reading minor feelings, but if I feel like it's like a memoir. So sometimes I'll pick up like different things from different genres because I'll feel mm-hmm. like reading like, a novel and then I'll feel like getting into my memoir and then I'll feel like right. reading like a self-help thing so then I'll usually right. have like maybe three on the rotation so okay. I can kind of like rotate them yeah because yeah, you were like you finished I guess four books right since last month yeah yeah I feel like that's more than most people read in a year so yeah but it's definitely taken me like more than months to finish some of these like they've just okay. been on the rotation yeah for yeah time. you've just been reading them for a while that makes yeah. sense yeah yeah okay um I have no tv movies or anime things going on right now I was actually gonna really? ask you for an anime rec besides one piece because <laughs> I'm working on it but I need something that I can binge and I haven't gotten into anything since Demon Slayer and I'm very sad yeah. about it um yeah uh I can uh do you want me to, should I like start with my stuff that I've been yeah you can do your doing? stuff and we can talk about it later. okay yeah sounds good so for for me it's mostly been tv I think um especially since Bethany has been gone the past couple weeks I feel like I've been watching a few of the shows that I've had kind of waiting for me um so the one that I'm watching currently it's called The Watcher mm-hmm. um it's 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 really it's very weird it's kind of like um so the the plot is that it's a family moves into a home from new york to a suburban part of new jersey um and the home is it seems very nice like whatever but it's being watched by someone and they start getting these letters in the mail that are very descriptive of the family and yeah. of the things that the family members are doing. So obviously oh they're like freaking out. And all this happens in the first episode. So it's like revealed pretty early on. Okay. Um, I think I'm about halfway through right now and it's it's gotten pretty intense. Um, yeah, but I have it like kind of while I'm working, like if I'm just doing stuff where I don't have to like think really, I'll have it on in the background because it's a very slow burn kind of show. Um, and it's not like something is happening constantly. So when something is happening, like I'll pay attention, but otherwise it's kind of just on. Yeah. Um, but it's been, it's been pretty interesting. Um, so that one's one that I've been watching. Uh, I recently, what else? By myself, there's a couple I've been watching with Bethany, but I haven't watched those in the past couple of weeks. So I started watching Chainsaw Man. It's an anime. 
Um, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's very big right now because the studio that's animating it is the same studio that animated season four of Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. And also Jujutsu Kaisen. So it's very, um, like a very big studio, very popular studio right now. Uh, there's only two or three episodes out, I think. So it's not really great for binging, but it's a pretty interesting premise. Again, it's like this this kid who he is working as like a demon hunter, um, like demons exist in the world. And uh, he kind of gets like betrayed by the people who are contracting him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he happens to have like this little like kind of like pet or companion demon who is like a dog with a chainsaw sticking out of it. <laughs> and somehow like in his dying moments, the de- like that chainsaw dog and the dude, they like fuse and he becomes this like chainsaw man demon. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that also, crazy. again, that's all in the first episode. Um, the animation quality is crazy. It's so, so good, but it's pretty gory. So that's like something that I think some people would not like. Is it like um, Attack on Titan gory? Yeah, yeah. And it, since okay. it's the same studio, like it's yeah. like the same level of detail with the gore okay. too. <laughs> like they don't hold back at all. Yeah. And it's literal chainsaws. Like there's not, there's probably not like a bloodier weapon that can be used. Um, so yeah, it's pretty gory, but it seems, it seems like it'll be really interesting. It has a lot of hype around it right now. Okay. Um, so I think like, if you can get past that, it's, it's probably going to be worth watching. I feel like it'll, it'll be on a similar tier as like Jujutsu Kaisen in terms of how popular it'll be, uh, okay. going forward. Cause apparently the manga is very good. I, I haven't read it, but I've heard it's very good. Um, a good bingeable anime, I think is, I mean, the fandom is kind of toxic, so it gets a bad rep, but I think the show itself is good is like My Hero Academia. Um, yeah, I've heard of that one too. Yeah, I tried watching that one with Bethany, but she didn't really like it because she didn't like the protagonist, I think. Okay. Um, because at the beginning of the show, like like it's a it's a world where like most people are born with like some sort of superpower. Um, but the protagonist doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of like a huge crybaby about <laughs> stuff in general. Uh and she is like, I think her enjoyment of shows is very influenced by the main character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like she didn't like how much of a crybaby he was. So she yeah. stopped watching it. And obviously, like that gets better, but like even like well into it, I'm like, man, he's just like so emotional. So annoying. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why she didn't like, I think, Attack on Titan too. Yeah. Cause... Yeah. She was like, Aaron is way too edgy for me. Um, yeah. She's like, he's so emo and he's just like constantly mad at everything. Yeah. And he can't even he have a conversation without like raging about his anger. <laughs> things <laughs> that he's being angry about. Yeah. yeah. So she never would have made it to season four, Aaron. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? She doesn't pretty... deserve season four, Aaron. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone? Um, no. Probably not. Uh, no. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been what I've been watching. Um, I've also I don't think I've been watching anything else. I've been reading too. I finished this book called like Absolute Fear. It's like a mm-hmm. slasher thriller kind of thing. Um, Bethany had it on her bookshelf so I just read it. it it was okay I think it it had like really good moments where it was like very thrilling and like like a page turner but I think it had a pretty unsatisfying ending mm, um, I hate which those. Is kind of, yeah it's kind of like the worst when it's like a mystery and then like I literally remember the reveal 
and then I was like, who is this person? Like, you know when a mystery is, like, revealed and it's, like, a main character or something? Yeah. Is, like, the bad person or, like, someone yeah. who matters? And I was like, who is this? <laughs> I don't even remember meeting this person. Yeah. No, I had to go back and be like, when was this person ever mentioned? And they made it seem like it was, like, a really core character. And I was like, I have no idea who this oh, is. Oh, no. Those are the worst. I feel like, especially in books that are a slow burn and you're like, this it has to pay off. It has to pay pay off. It's going to pay off all this waiting and reading. And then it doesn't. And you're just like, wow, what a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like a little bit upset about that. Um, it was like fine. I think it like reading the rest of it was worth it, but the ending definitely like dropped it down. Mm. Um, and then I, I did read Verity, which I think has like fallen out of TikTok, book talk, pop culture <laughs> at this yeah. point. It's had its peak. Um it was good. It was like a really like quick read, like mm-hmm, super fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very easy to read. Um, I think I, I liked it while I was reading it. And then I like thought about it more and I was like, I don't know how like actually good it was. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. It was like, like I liked it cause it's like easy to like that kind of stuff. Um, but then I was like, just when I was reflecting on like the actual quality of it, I was like, I don't know if I would say that it was like well written. I agree. But then, like, I totally yeah, agree. Like, yeah. I'm not like a good writer by any means. So I, I don't know if I can really be saying that. But just as like someone who has read a lot, um, I that's like how I felt afterwards. Yeah. But yeah. I felt the exact same about that. It was like, I can't shit on it because like, I was very engaged while I was reading it, but some yeah. of the, sometimes the writing would just be like written in a way that I was just like, okay, like it would pull me out of the story because I'd be like, yeah. this is yeah, such yeah. bad writing. Like, I know, and it was like so cringy. <laughs> some of the sex too, like some of yeah. the those scenes, I was like, like was this written by a man? Did she like ask? <laughs> like so, uh, so I thought a lot of it was unnecessary but I get that she's writing for the audience that likes yeah, smut yeah, yeah. so I'm like okay it's fine she's just like playing to her audience but I was just yeah. like okay flip the pages <laughs> yeah right I mean I know that like I like Colleen Hoover that's kind of like her thing I guess yeah. like a lot of her more romantic books they have a lot of that yeah but it just felt very out of place in, yeah. in this because it was more of yeah. like a thriller um yeah there was also like some random smut in that book absolute fear which I <laughs> I had no idea that there was going to be any so I got to the first sex scene I was like why is this here like why am I reading about this right now and like in the background there's like a killer like murdering people and I'm like okay like that's that's fine yeah like I guess. whoa but, okay yeah I know um but yeah so I thought it was good like I can't really say that it was bad because I read the whole thing yeah um, same yeah I'm like I, I guess I'm a Colleen Hoover fan I don't yeah, know I guess so um, yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if I can identify myself as one since I've only read the one book, but I think if I read one more and I liked it, that would officially make her, make me her fan. Um, and then I started reading this new book called, uh, The Likeness by Tana French, I think. Okay. Is her name. Um, it's also kind of like a murder mystery type deal. Uh, I don't, it's. So far, I'm only like a couple chapters in, so I don't have too, too much to say about it, but it mm-hmm. seems like it's a pretty interesting premise. It's like this undercover cop, she makes like this whole fake identity. Um, and then like several years after that, like someone gets killed and their 
like the identity that that person who gets killed has is the fake identity that the cop used when she was undercover. And it they also look exactly like her. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know like where that's going to go, you know? Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting though. I just always wonder like how authors come up with these crazy concepts for books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, after I read, uh, after since I've been reading a little bit more, I've been thinking about, like, if I were to write a novel, yeah, like, I wouldn't even know where to start, you know? Okay, what genre would you pick? I think I would probably do, like, something thriller-y. Mm. Um, I think mostly because, like, I've watched so many horror and, like, thriller things, and, like, I've read so many that I feel like I have a large body of work to draw from. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same inspo. time... Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, would I just be copying all those? Like, would it be indistinguishable from the rest, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but what genre would you do if you were to I, do one? I think I would do uh, fantasy. Okay. Because same reason as you, I've just read a lot of it, especially growing up, that I feel like I have a good handle on, like, what is out there, like, what was has been popular that people really liked, and... Like whenever, so when I was growing up, you remember like Amy and Anupa, right? Yeah. From our neighborhood. I don't know if I ever met them, but I I know of them just from listening and stuff. Yeah. So the three of us. Yeah. um, Robin is Amy's younger sister. So the three of us thought we were all going to be authors. So we would like write stuff together. And literally everything that we wrote was like magical girl stuff. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's like three best friends who mm-hmm. have like three magic stones that are given to them by nice. their whoever like fairy queen lady and it's like you're gonna save the world with these three magic stones and like you, everyone has their own stone and it's like correlated with their like personality and like yeah. superpower and whatever so yeah like classic magical girl shit <laughs> did did your did your trio have like a, a leader or was um, it more like equal? It was, I feel like it was pretty equal. Like you mean okay. the magical girls or the three of us? <laughs> oh no, not the three of you, like the magical <laughs> girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were we were pretty equal. I feel like okay. we had, they had like different personalities. So like some of them would be more like outgoing, you know? Okay. And it was like basically based on the three of us, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah. So sure. like Amy would be like the more like leadery one. Mm-hmm. And then Anupa... And I, I don't honestly remember, like, we, we just, we're just writing about ourselves if yeah, we were yeah. in, like, a magical land, basically. Yeah, that sounds, like, fun, though. Yeah. Do you still have them? Are those, like, kept anywhere? I really wish I could find these historic documents. I don't know where they are or, yeah. like, where they would be saved. We, like, used to write them in, like, notebooks and stuff, but I don't know... Mm-hmm. Maybe they're still at my house somewhere, but I don't know if like I kept it or Amy or Anupa maybe held right. on to them. So I honestly have no idea. Like I'm really sad. We we're also trying to find this old video of us being Harry Potter fairies. Um Harry Potter <laughs> fairies. <laughs> we, Fairy Potters. <laughs> we made my mom <laughs> record us on the camcorder. That's how long ago it was. And we were being Harry Potter fairies. We each had an element. And then Bethany is also. <laughs> featured in this video <laughs> but she is washing dishes in the kitchen like classic bethany yeah right no one even told her to she just went and did it herself 
yeah yeah she was just doing her little chores and then yeah she's like so my mom no one was helps like me around this yeah, house like, like <laughs> exactly she's like we we're filming my mom was filming us and then she like pans over to the kitchen and it's like bethany like i for some reason in my memory she's like standing on a stool because she's like yeah. that little she's probably that really she needs, small yeah she yeah. needs a stool to wash the dishes in the sink she's like on a stool washing the dishes she just looks over with this like glare in her eyes like how dare you turn that camcorder on me when I'm the only one in this house doing any work <laughs> yeah <laughs> and my mom starts singing like Cinderella <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> my Bethany just looks so mad it's yeah. so funny so to this That's day funny. we're still hunting for this video yeah um, yeah you gotta find that I mean I know it was amazing it's like so vivid in my memory and mm -hmm. I just we don't know where it is that's Sadly. too bad, but it's okay. You painted a very vi uh, vivid picture. Yeah, now now you and all the tofus can have that in their minds. <laughs> <laughs> and I can picture, I mean, I, I see Bethany glaring at me from washing the dishes many times. So exactly. I know exactly what that's uh, what that's like. Yeah. Um, You're living that video in real life. Yeah, yeah. She Clearly she has not changed in 20 odd years that uh, nope. since that's nope. taken place. <laughs> that's so funny. That's literally so true. She does that to me all the time still. <laughs> Um, I have a question for you. Have you listened to Midnight's by Taylor Swift? Uh, I listened to <laughs> roughly half of it. Same. Yeah. Um, I was driving and I was like, oh yeah, everyone's like talking about, there were like a few new albums that I was working on. I guess that's content too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Taylor Swift, Midnight's was one. And then, uh, that new album with a really long name by the 1975. And then there's a new Arctic Monkeys album too that I listened to. Um, yeah, I tried to listen to Midnight's. I got probably halfway through and then I got busy. So I was like, I can't, I need to stop listening to it. Cause otherwise, like if you're busy, I feel like I'm not really paying attention to the music. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not like appreciating it and deciding if I like it or not. But honestly, like so many people are so obsessed with Taylor Swift and I'm just not there. Like I mm -hmm. am definitely not a Swifty. I think the only album of hers that I like really, really liked was 1989. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like I liked it that much. Like I literally had to Google what the name of the album was yeah, right. before this episode. I was like, wait, what was that album again? Yeah, yeah. So, I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hype is all about. To be honest, you guys, I wish well, I wasn't on it because there's so many memes and I want to enjoy the memes, but right. I'm not there. Yeah, maybe if uh, if there's any Swifties in our audience, they can uh, they can comment about it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I was listening to it and I I liked a few of the songs. Like I think it's No on the Beach and um, Antihero is like one of the big songs off the album. Mm -hmm. I think so. I liked those are the two that like I remember liking, but. Um, I, like halfway through, I stopped listening to it because I was like, I've never listened to a Taylor Swift album like front to back before. Yeah. Like I always just like hear the popular songs like somewhere else. And then the ones that I like, I like. But I was like, I think I'm only listening to this because it's like super big on TikTok right now. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I actually want to listen to this album. Yeah, like what was that song um, that had like a huge moment? The one that Bethany said you associate with fall that one. Oh, with uh, the guy. all too well. Yeah. Yeah. So well. like I was super into that and I was like, I wonder if it's just cause like everyone's listening to it right now and I just keep like hearing it all the time. But yeah. I did think that one was good. 
No, I, I liked that one. And um, I do know most of the words, whether, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whether by choice or just because Bethany would play it like literally every time we got in the car. Um, I, I did learn most of the words to that. So <laughs> I can't say I don't like Taylor Swift, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't listen to the whole thing. It seemed like all right. It, I don't know. It didn't seem like one of her, honestly, like it didn't seem like it was one of her better albums just based off what I've heard. Mm. But maybe that's a very uninformed opinion. And I'll get Yeah, I'll have to, I'll just try it again. For it. Yeah. Um, another artist that I'm actually super excited about that has not been making music for a long time, but is coming, said she's coming back to it is Rihanna. I don't know if you heard because she's, she's going to perform at the Super Bowl. So I'm really excited oh, about really? that. And she announced that she is back in the studio working on nice. some music so i love rihanna did she have um, a kid am i is it yeah. <laughs> someone okay, commented yeah. <laughs> like having a kid is so expensive rihanna has to go back to work <laughs> <laughs> that's uh pretty much all i got i haven't been really playing games lately because i've just been really busy with work yeah um either. i'm trying to think if there are any good tiktoks lately uh, um yeah, there's not there's not been one really big trend that I've seen. Uh, I guess the other con the only other content I have is um, I watched a new scary movie mm-hmm. called uh, Smile, um, and the only reason I bring it up is because it was actually good. Like I haven't seen a scary movie in a while. I think that's actually had me feeling like pretty deeply unsettled while I was watching it. <laughs> Um, which is like the point usually I go and I'm just like laughing or something like I I don't really get too scared anymore yeah Um, but this one like there were a few of like the classic jump scares but I think the overall atmosphere that was created during the movie was pretty good Um, yeah and like it's funny because uh, like the whole premise is that there's like this monster that goes around like and it looks like people but it smiles at you really creepily Um, and after (laughs) the movie like I went to go to the bathroom and I was waiting for my cousin uh, who I watched it with. And I saw like this, this couple, like a guy was waiting for like his girlfriend or wife or whatever to come out of the bathroom. And he was just standing there motionless, like smiling really creepily like at <laughs> her as she was walking out of the Ew. bathroom. And she got so upset. She was like, I cannot with you right now. Like, this is just, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, And he's like, oh, it was just a joke. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just being funny. And then, so when we got in the car, my cousin was like talking about something and he's 20. So he's like a little bit younger, but yeah. he's like talking about something. And then I like started the engine and I made it seem like we we're about to leave. And then I just look over at him and I start smiling. No. And then he, he looks at me and he just like punches me. <laughs> yeah, I um, would, I would freak out. I would really... Yeah. I would punch you too, but like legit yeah. out of fear punch. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it was like a visceral reaction. Yeah, um, because I know, I mean, I could never get Bethany to watch that movie, but if I were to do that to her after, she would be like very- She would die. She yeah, would die. She would, she would, she would literally just, just pass away. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was a good one. If you guys like scary movies, I recommend it. It's probably Kieran, one of the better Kieran ones. Kieran likes scary movies, but I can't, I'm the same as Bethany. Like I can't really handle it. Um. Mm. But my question for you is, like, I understand that it makes it a good movie that, like, a good scary movie that it makes you feel uncomfortable or, like, actually scared. But, like, why do people go wanting to seek that feeling from a movie (laughs) is my question. 
I, I mean, I think it's just a form of like adrenaline rush, you know, like thrill seeking yeah. to an extent, like, like, and it's only, it only works because you know that you're going to be safe. Yeah. Um, same thing with like haunted houses or something. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's just like when you get scared, it's like that rush of being afraid, like whether it's just like afraid of getting hurt or just like of being scared. And then like you laugh about it because you know, it's not real. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like the, it, there's like a very like, like it's like the same reason that people go like skydiving or they do like extreme sports or something. Gotcha. But, okay. but on a very like smaller level because you can't get hurt doing it. Whereas yeah. like those, yeah. act- those other things you can definitely like get hurt. So it's just like a little um, like cheap thrills. Yeah, exactly. And I you like see. laugh about it after. And then uh, hopefully you don't like actually have nightmares. Like um, <laughs> hopefully. I know Bethany, like she actually gets like yeah. very, very scared after. So I like don't try to push her to watch them um, because I know she'll like make it through. But then like afterwards, it'll affect her too. But like I pretty much forget about it as soon as I walk out of the theater. Yeah, like I, I feel like you guys are like you're lucky that you just it's out of your mind like out of sight out of mind but I'm the same as Bethany too like I, it will literally be in my mind yeah. for a long time after that and I will have like vivid nightmares so yeah, like that's yeah. also the reason why I can't watch I think because if it was just like cheap thrills for me I feel like I would be into it too it'd be funny for and sure. just like get freaked out with my friends together um yeah. but because it lasts for so long afterwards I'm just like traumatizing myself for like a long period of time yeah, it's very yeah. stressful so yeah that, that's like much more uncomfortable I think yeah. because then like your mind is just like rebelling against you and yeah yeah that's that's much more uncomfortable but I I also kind of used to be like that like I think probably like up until freshman year of college like sometimes if I was alone or like having trouble sleeping at night like I'd see like kind of like visions of Stuff. like scary yeah. things that I've seen before um but then that just like went away and now I'm like not at all affected by it. Um, yeah, that's so wild that it just like went, just stopped randomly. Yeah. Maybe it's just cause I kept watching it. I don't know. Yeah, you're just desensitized. Yeah, that's probably what it is because I, I remember like going to like a haunted corn maze or something with my cousins a couple of years ago. And I like actually was just like laughing the entire time. <laughs> Like, like I would like scream and then I just start like laughing, you know? So maybe this is like a look into your deeper psyche. Like this is a coping mechanism. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> like, or, I don't know. I don't know what this when... says about me and Bethany. We have like some deep seated trauma or something. <laughs> <laughs> just like deeply, deeply affected by yeah. like seeing a scary, scary movie or something. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't, I don't think you guys are in the minority necessarily with that or maybe it's not a large minority. Yeah. I feel like most people are like you where they're like totally fine with it, but I've never been like the only one in the room to be like, yeah, I can't really handle scary stuff. So definitely mm. minority, but not like a small minority, which is okay. nice. Have it, What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? If you had to think about it. Um, What's that one where the guy... Is it No Country for Old Men? Is that even scary? Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one. But I don't think so. <laughs> Isn't that Quentin Tarantino? He So this guy is just like, this guy finds out that another guy wants to kill him. I wish it so long ago, guys, don't judge me. This guy <laughs> wants to kill another guy. And this guy is like trying to escape the killer. And he just like is running all around the place trying to escape. And then the killer just like shows up and it's like scary. You're like, ah, he almost killed him. 
I oh, like okay. that's all I remember. About yeah, yeah, it's like a crime thriller. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like maybe that, but I feel like that wasn't that scary. Um, let me try to think if I've watched something. I've never watched like the classic scary movies, like The Ring. Um, like what are some other ones? Like Chainsaw Massacre. Like I haven't watched mm. any of those. Um, like haunting on uh, or nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah, I could. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get like gory stuff. I'm like kind of okay with it. Yeah. Um, but like if it's like supernatural shit, I will get really freaked out. Like, like that is on another. Yeah, that's on another level. Like I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also get really freaked out with like, um, people with like psychological like things going on oh, like crazy yeah. crazy people yeah, like yeah, that yeah. really freaks me out too because like that could legit happen in real life yeah I mean obviously usually it's like dramatized and stuff for sure but yeah it's like the premises uh can be real at least yeah, versus yeah. like paranormal and depending on where you fall or your opinion may or may not be real <laughs> I guess yeah. yeah yeah so I feel like the crazy people stuff I'm like okay that could happen and that's real so I'm scared of it the paranormal stuff I'm like okay that's less real but I think just because of like our childhood and how we were like raised in the church and stuff it's like too real for me like I'm just like <laughs> demons demons could exist like they exist <laughs> who am I to say that they don't yeah, exist, right. you know what I mean so I, I yeah I once had that discussion with uh who was it one of my friends in college like she was like she was she believed that ghosts exist which is like fine right like I'm not gonna like like I don't feel strongly enough about it to be like oh like you're stupid ghosts don't exist but then I asked her like um do you believe in an afterlife if you believe ghosts exist because I feel mm -hmm. like the two kind of go like hand in hand yeah and then she was like I don't think so and I was like I don't know how you can't because if you believe in like something after death then like why don't you believe in like some form of an afterlife um uh, but yeah you're kind of like approaching it the opposite way almost yeah like, yeah like with the like the church and everything and then you guys learned about demons and and everything so so like yeah, yeah my I guess maybe she thinks that everyone becomes a ghost and there's no afterlife as in you don't go to a place because you're mm. just like a ghost on the earth maybe there's so many ghosts then yeah i'm like there's too many there's not enough room yeah. for yeah, all no. <laughs> it's gotta be crowded for the ghosts right like <laughs> they're literally just like lined up like this yeah like, right they're just on top of us all the time <laughs> uh the poor ghosts you know um but yeah i think that's it for my content uh i can't think of anything else same i am contented out but I think this is a good app. We covered lots of ground. We hope we mentioned some things that you guys can read or watch or listen to. Tell us why you're into Taylor Swift. If you are, we want to know. <laughs> do you or do you not like scary movies? Yes. If we also want to know. We want to know what your traumas are. <laughs> Everyone drop your traumas in the Discord. <laughs> Do you believe um, in ghosts or the yeah. afterlife? Let us know. <laughs> um, we hit, yeah, we hit some heavy topics. Yeah, seriously, drop your traumas in the Discord. I'm not joking. <laughs> and then everyone's traumas will be ranked from most to least traumatic for next yes. week's episode, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which I will not be there for. But well, hopefully, we'll have you back 
in the future for other episodes. Like maybe yeah, if I'm sure. busy, you can do one with Bethany or she can do one with Kieran or you can do one with Kieran. The, the options are endless. I think the podcast so, needs a me and Kieran episode for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if the podcast needs it, but I think, <laughs> I think we're obligated it. to provide this episode at some point. <laughs> it'll be the the closing episode if there's yeah. ever like a true closing episode yeah our like, final uh, goodbye <laughs> yeah yeah it'll just be me and kieran yeah the tofus <laughs> will have to remain like very unsatisfied with the last yeah. episode yep <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening as always we will see you next week bye everyone bye